Welcome to the Conan Kruger Show. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Larry Kruger. And uh, we're doing pretty well. We haven't slept much. The Niners aren't doing that well. They're coming off their <laughs> right. second humiliating loss of the season. The first one was with Trey Lance. And when that one happened week one, a lot of national media people totally wrote him off and said he was a bust and a bum and they hated him. Now that Jimmy Garoppolo does pretty much the same thing, uh, 10 points, a lot of mistakes. And the narrative this week all around the country is that Jimmy Garoppolo was rusty. Buy or sell the narrative that Jimmy Garoppolo was merely rusty, and this he's going to get a lot better. No, this is who Jimmy is. We've glorified him into, you know, we've romanticized Jimmy Garoppolo into a player that he isn't. And all this, you know, we're staring at Trey Lance and just picking apart Trey Lance to death. <clears throat> and nobody even mentioned that. Trey Lance was there for a reason. He was yeah. there because Jimmy had shown flaws to the people, not to me, not to you, not to the fans, to the people who actually get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars to make these evaluations. And they evaluated that they needed to upgrade from him. Um, and suddenly the, you know, Trey's issues and struggles <clears throat> could not be tolerated and everybody i mean cowherd is just an embarrassment i hate to single him out but i mean my god you know i have evidence i have evidence and today it's like hey every i'm not going to make excuses and then he does a video where what, what did you count the excuses it was like 150 like at excuses. least 140 it was, like it was ridiculous after another it was impressive the standard that he yeah. held that he you know, the two standards are are you know are startling i think the best thing that i saw said about this about this 49er team is it is an excellent roster and a bad team blame who you want you know what oh, i mean yeah. blame who you want point the eric finger davis at who you want Tr who's that i think eric davis tweeted that yeah, Eric Davis. Yeah. yeah, it was Eric Davis who tweeted that. He's like, blame who you want, yeah. but it's a great roster, talented roster, and it's a bad team. Hey, you got to be a genius to figure out where Eric Davis is pointing you on that one. He's pointing <laughs> you to the head coach. Yes, he is. I mean, obviously the quarterback position is the biggest problem with this team, but who's responsible for this debacle? You know, Tom Brady called up Kyle and was like, hey, I, I love what you're doing over there. I sure would. Gosh, Gio, golly, I'd love to play for you. And Kyle's like, it's Tom, what do we say? <laughs> I mean, that's on you, Kyle. And now you're trying to make it work with Jimmy. And I think, I mean, it's not going to work. Jimmy is not just rusty. Like him walking out of the back of the end zone was not because he wasn't in training camp. That's because he's not good. I mean, the interception, he does that all the time, forces the ball over the middle. Uh, the fumbled snap, they're blaming that on the center. I don't know. I feel like what we saw from him is we've seen this game plenty of times, especially the last... 12 months. I mean, the way the season ended, this felt like an extension of that. I mean, I don't want to hear about rust. Come on, rust. That's rust. terrible. That's a, yeah. that's a weak excuse. The people who said you can't blame rain. Well, if you can't blame rain, you sure as fuck can't blame rust. <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, <laughs> the bottom line, I think Kittle said it. You turn the, you, you know, you're minus three in turnovers. You have a safety. You go one for 10 on third down. It doesn't matter what else you got. They got a historic defense here. They got three levels of pretty badass defense. They held Russell Wilson to one of the worst games of his career yeah, in man. his backyard on national TV against a team that he dominates like nobody else, and they still couldn't get the W. And when people romanticize Jimmy, I feel I'm convinced they don't watch him play because 
he his issue of like not setting his feet and stepping into his throws is not a rust issue. He does that. He's been doing that for years, and that's why he can't throw down the field, doesn't throw down the field. His ball placement is off. His throws literally sink like sinkers. That's how he plays. That's not going to change. That's just who he is. So I, I want to. I'm done with Jimmy. I've seen enough. And the fact that we got 14 more uh, load in the queue is disheartening. I would rather see Brock Purdy at this point. And what I would like to say is, if Brock Purdy is a better option than Jimmy Garoppolo, I think at this point, how many other quarterbacks on the street are better options than Jimmy Garoppolo? I have a name right now. Cam Newton. Not a big Cam Newton fan. But if Kyle Shanahan wanted to run that Trey Lance offense, I'm thinking Cam could do that. I'm out on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think we've seen enough. Well, I'll say this. There's, you know, people will scoff at the idea of Purdy. Oh, Purdy, you're like, it's Nick Mullins reincarnate and we're all, we're all idiots. Um, Brock Purdy is easily more accurate than Jimmy Garoppolo. And I've watched it. You've watched it. Everybody's watched it. If these guys switch jerseys in the middle of practice and all, and there's literally you're, people, oh, Purdy's small. Purdy's 6'1", 225. Jimmy six yeah. two two twenty five. Right. So is that one inch of height? All the difference between um, a guy's got a shot and no shot. One guy had better. Brock Purdy was like, you know, had a ridiculous great college record. Jimmy was like five hundred in college. Also, Purdy's in football shape, and Jimmy, according to Jimmy, is not. So maybe Purdy. I, I, look, I, I don't think the not again. I think it's a Kyle issue, not a quarterback issue. But and I don't know if Brock Purdy would have won the game yesterday, but I think he might have scored more than ten. He's points. he. You know what he wouldn't do is he wouldn't. He's more accurate. Um, there's no doubt. And he, you know, there, Jimmy. Jimmy's my biggest uh, disagreement or you know flaw that I've noticed in Jimmy's game. I guess if it is, he doesn't see the field. He's like yeah. a he's like a point guard that doesn't see the floor. Yeah, he's like he's a he's literally the point guard of the offense, and he doesn't see the floor. Right. He had Debo going on a wide open look, never even looked at him. Yeah, the safeties, yeah. yeah, safeties don't need to yeah. worry about Jimmy throwing it over their head, and they know it. The book is out. I mean, that you that's know, a huge. Everybody's point. got a book. A yeah, the book is out on Jimmy. The, there is no book on Purdy. I'd rather have a, a quarterback with no book on him. Jimmy had his best stretch when there was no book on him. It's truth. Once Bring you on develop Purdy. a game plan to beat somebody, I mean, people talk about it all the time. Hey, once the film circulates around the league, and I think you, what you saw this week was a defense that has talent. Sertan's big time. They've got some nice edge rushers, but it's nothing crazy great. But you saw a defense that was motivated and and trying to compensate for their own offensive struggles. And they have a book on Jimmy Garoppolo, and they so they had an idea of how they wanted. They had a game plan, unlike Seattle the week before. One last thing, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they were saying like, well, you know, we lost this game because third down and the turnovers, you know, mistakes. Well, hold on, let's let's stick with third down for a second. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo on the season now, when he's the quarterback, the Niners are converting twenty six percent of their third downs. When Trey Lance was the quarterback, they converted forty seven percent. So this is a, a a locker room that was like not so quietly whispering to reporters after the Seattle game when Trey Lance got injured for the season that hey you know that's a tough break but we're better off with with Jimmy no you're not this look at this offense you can't convert third downs I mean if it's third and more than five you're screwed and uh, I mean really if he has to throw on anything other than first and ten they're they're in trouble they are not built to pass if you know they got to pass only time they can pass is if 
the defense is absolutely sold out to stop the run on that play. That's a bad spot. What has happened to Kyle Shanahan's offense? And I got to ask the a bigger question. What has happened to the 49ers run game? Where is it? I got a question because for you. Big question. I, I didn't see Kyle Jeff, Wilson, Jeff Wilson picked up 55 of his 88 yards on two carries. Well, here's the question. Is Kyle Shanahan still an offensive genius? He's got a lot of talent on offense. He's got the best def- defense in the league. And this offense is ranked 23rd in yards and 28th in points. Is he still an offensive genius? Because if he is, if he is, he's going to fix this. He's going to figure this out, like now. I, was he ever truly an offensive genius? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, yeah. How much of it can you can you just keep putting it on the quarterback and say, well, he just doesn't have the quarterback. Trey's too young, and Jimmy's too flawed, and this and he that. The quarterbacks. I, yeah, I, I'm, and it's year. It, it, he's been here a while now. He's been here a while. Um, He's the one that was like, I don't want to scout Patrick Mahomes because I'd rather scout CJ Beathard. I mean, he did that. And and it's not like look at the weapons. You got Debo, you got Ayuk, you got Kittle, you got a bunch of backs, yep. you got the best left tackle in football, you got an incredible defense that's awesome on all three levels. You didn't have a great secondary, you improved your secondary. Hafanga yep. grew up, you had brought in uh, Mooney Ward. They look really good on all three levels, but still, it's like even though you're this offensive guy with this you know huge reputation, uh, you're still being carried by your defense. And and it's like, well, wait a second. When is the at what point in this run with Shanahan and Lynch is the offense going to take control and start carrying the defense? To be fair to Kyle, there's only so much you can do when you have a quarterback as limited as Jimmy, which, again, is why they brought in Trey Lance, which, again, is why I was so outraged at how they got Trey Lance injured, how it happened, when in the season. It's like. You ruined the whole season. And then you had people trying to convince themselves that it was actually for the best. No, uh, Jimmy's not good enough. They brought in Trey for a reason. And now Kyle's back to trying to, like, do smoke and mirrors. Hey, our quarterback won't throw it down the field. And you know it, but I'm still going to try to put up enough points to win. Like, they haven't been able to do that in about, I mean, the, the Packers game, they had no offense. The NFC Championship game, they had no offense. Week one, no offense. Week three, no offense. I mean, it seems like the book's out on Kyle, and he needs to make an adjustment. And his quarterback is too limited to really make a meaningful one. I mean, last year they brought Debo to running back. That's not scare, That's not surprising anyone anymore. What's the next trick? What can he do? Well, and and, and can you can you pa- do you have a passing game? <laughs> only, only at all. You only time yeah. they, they demonstrate any passing game is when they're taking everybody by surprise. When they're passing on first down, first down. in a in a run heavy set, and yeah. they throw the ball, then they surprise people. If they're not surprising people, it's like there's no offensive passing attack to speak of. And if they if they ever get disconnected on the scoreboard by a score or two, and now the other team is you know thinking pass. It's like it's totally over. And it's not just over for Jimmy. It's over for Trey. It's like Trey couldn't pass in in obvious passing downs. Jimmy can't pass in obvious passing downs. But the the, the thing about Trey was there was hope that he would improve. Yeah. If you're sitting there hoping Jimmy's going to improve, I mean, what is that really? And I feel like a lot of people defend Kyle. Like it's not Kyle's fault that Jimmy Garoppolo is limited and not good. It is Kyle's fault because these are the quarterbacks he has on his team. You know, if, if he wanted Matt Ryan, he could have got him. If he wanted Matt Stafford, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, could have got him. These are the quarterbacks he wanted. The one that was promising, 
he got injured in a really stupid way. And the one that never improves is here to stay. So I think you have to hold Kyle Shanahan responsible for, for all of this. I, I hate when people say, well, you know, give him a quarterback and watch to see what he could do. Man, he's had more than half a decade to find one. And we're still on the Jimmy Garoppolo experience. So I can't say he's an offensive genius. And that's why I feel like he's got to be on the hot seat at least. I mean, he might win the Super Bowl this year and prove us all wrong. But if he doesn't make the playoffs, if his offense is a problem this year, with this defense, don't you feel like other offensive coaches be looking at this team like, man, that's a job I want. As opposed to five years ago when it was Chip Kelly or six years ago. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is that the 49ers have had such bad runs of coaches that Kyle, by comparison, looks worlds better and is worlds better. But is he ultimately, are we are we seeing this team progress? Um, That's the whole thing with Kyle, though, who he, who he came after and his name. Those two things are such a big reason why he's in year six with the while four games under 500. And it's a brutal offense right now. I mean, you, Je- Jeff Wilson had a 37-yard run. He had an 18-yard run. The rest of the time, it's it's Wilson and Debo carrying 15 times for 29 yards. Oh. They're not even getting two yards a pop in the run game. Where What has happened to the run Jordan game? Mason. Jordan Mason, why don't you give him a chance? He gets one carry, seven yards. Go back to the bench. Who said you could run for seven yards? The game plan is to run for two yards a carry tonight, Jordan. Stop being such a me first guy. I don't understand that. It's because we told him to play him, and Kyle just doesn't like being told what to do. I really believe that. Well, did you 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 were there for the Chris Forster interview last week when Jordan Mason's name came up. It was like, well, you know, I mean, they they didn't use the term "wet the bed," but it was like, yeah, you know, the kid had a had a had a nice carry or two in the preseason, and and uh, now you know, let's see if he can do it, you know, in front of the nation with everybody. So, what are we trying to see that if the kid can fail? Because yeah. then he put him out there in one snap and he runs for seven yards, never to be t- never to touch the football again. I mean, so are we rooting for him or against him? Yeah. Isn't he on our team as well? I mean, it's just it's a bizarre thing. Um, and it's just and, you know, and, and nobody should say a word about the defense, really. I mean, yeah, the defense has given up some plays, but but, you know, this whole all these excuses. Garoppolo didn't have a playbook. This guy, Shanahan literally said from the podium three weeks ago that Garoppolo knows much, as much about the offense as anybody. He could probably teach it. Yeah. And now he, it's and now we're talking, we're, we're throwing out excuses like he didn't have a playbook and he was rusty. How about this? He's totally thoroughly and proven to be mediocre. And guess what? He still is. He's mediocre. And mediocre is not top 10. It's not top 20. It's, it's you know, he's probably like 20 to 25 in the rankings. But it's, it's, it's a terrific roster on, you know, with a lot of talent. And this is, if they don't make the playoffs, I think there should be a little heat on the, on the entire regime because you got to, it's, it's, the, it's pro football and you got to get results. Um, and now you're having Jed pay the extra freight for the for the you know the proven number two quarterback, and you still aren't going to make the playoffs. I think there's going to be something to be answered for there. I just feel like Kyle Shanahan gets so much of the benefit of the doubt in the media because he has a he's a brand name. Everyone knows Shanahan, um, and people want to talk about coaches, but really they don't know all the coaches. Like Nick Sirianni in Philly is not a brand name, but he's coaching his ass off. Look what he's doing with Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's developing him as well as you could hope anyone would develop Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts is showing a ceiling right now that no one thought he freaking had. At any point, 
coming out of college. Nick Sirianni is doing a hell of a job. If his name was Shanahan, you know how much more money he'd be making right now? How much more praise he'd be getting? So I think we got to be cognizant of that. Like, the Niners needed uh, credibility coming off the Chip Kelly, Tom Sula years. Shanahan, John Lynch, those are brand names. They provided it. Great. Kind of like how Mark Jackson provided the Warriors with credibility after years of being a joke. Okay, you reached a certain level. Can you get over it? Kyle, this is year six. And you're how many coaches on the Niners have re reached year seven? Seifert, Walsh, are you really going to join that company with while you're under 500? I don't know. This this organization used to have really high standards. Is this now like Dallas Cowboys West? Do they just care about being talked about and being 500? Because they could do that for a long time with Kyle. I mean, if they just want to be, be talked about, keep Kyle. You'll be 500. You'll be on. You'll be talked about by Colin Cowherd every freaking day. You know, somebody made the comparison this week that they've become, since moving to Levi's, the San Jose Sharks of the NFL. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they compete and they look good and everybody likes them. It's just they don't win shit. Yeah. You know, at the, no. at the end of the day, they don't win any championships. How much of the offensive uh, brain power walked out the door when McDaniel Ooh. left? Oh, so you're just uh, anticipating my questions now. This is the the last one, and then we'll get to a bunch of uh, your questions, then we'll finish our show. Yeah, that, I, I, did, I was actually – not going to tell you this question beforehand. I was going to spring it on you. I didn't want to influence you. But now that you went there, was Mike McDaniel the real genius on this squad? Well, he, what was his role? He was the passing game coordinator. What do they absolutely have? They, right now, they look like they, they have no coordination at all with their passing game. I mean, where's the – they added Danny Gray. They don't throw him the ball. Uh, they didn't. They made him inactive in week one, and then really haven't really used him. Um, you've got as I think good he a tight end. Technically, as, was the run game coordinator. I think the floor was the pass game coordinator. But okay. then he graduated to offensive freaking coordinator. The whole offense. Just saying that. McDaniel clearly, you know, oh, is is got some genius to him. Yes, I, I won't be as far. I'm not going to go as far as you as far as saying I think Kyle should be out. I'm not saying I think Kyle should be out, but you know what? I'm giving him the rest of the season. I'm not you, firing him today. You gotta find. You gotta find the guy. Yeah. And if it, it doesn't, it's like nobody cares about the labor pain. Show me the GD baby. You know what? It, you took over a while ago. Yeah, you need a quarterback. Yeah, it's on the quarterback to some degree. But it's also on you and John to find the quarterback. And so, so far, you've presented Hoyer and Bethard and Mullins mm -hmm. and now Garoppolo and Lance uh, and Purdy. Yep. Do you have – have you landed on a quarterback? I mean, and do you feel like you have the quarterback in the building? And, how, and personally, I saw a ton out of Brock Purdy, and I saw a ton out of Brock Purdy in college. So I don't know how many more weeks I would really want to go with Jimmy. Purdy, are you saying, like, this is a potential franchise quarterback or this is a guy who's a really good backup who could become a starter eventually? I'm just saying, let's instead of analyzing it with so much weight on it like that, how about let's just get back to the basics of – who moves the football team? Okay, okay, all right. Let's come back to right? McDaniel real quick, though. Let's come back to me. Let's not get off the topic too okay. much. We talked about pretty with McDaniel. All I want to say is it kind of feels like he was like the ghostwriter in the group. You know what I mean? They looked at him like, "Hey, man, you you know you're a little short, you're a little funny, like you're a little squirrely looking. You don't really have that head coach look, but you're smart. So why don't you be Kyle's right hand man? Because Kyle's tall and he's got the name and he's I mean, Kyle's presentable." 
but you can give him all of his ideas. I don't know, maybe maybe not, but it just kind of seems like he was the ghostwriter who finally got the chance to be a star, and all of a sudden it's like he is a front man. He actually does a good job as a leader. And I mean, I'm not I'm not saying like he could make Jimmy what he's done with two. I think two is a better player than Jimmy. Two will throw it deep. Jimmy won't. So I, I Jimmy uh, Kyle's a little held back a little bit, but still I think it's clear that. McDaniel seems to be the better coach right now. Better leader, more more creative. How do you think Jed feels about that? You think he's slick? You think he's sick? <laughs> gonna have Miami Dolphins I think Jed's right still all in on Lynch and all in on Shanahan and not not so? anywhere close to where we're sitting you here. You don't think that, that ankle break for Trey Lance made him uh, open their eyes a little bit and gasp? Say, whoa, whoa, those are – I'm sure they didn't like it. With our investment. I'm sure wow. they didn't like it, but, I mean, there were there's enough people, you know, saying that that was the only move. I mean, it's like that's the other thing. The, the army of defenders is just so deep. There's Crazy. so many people. It's not Kyle's fault. You know, he, the the Shanahan's have a tremendous, tremendous support system around the league. People are legitimately afraid of them. And if you think about it, Mike's been around forever, so he's had. I mean, he has allies just about everywhere. And I think it's funny. I have no idea who knows him, but anytime Kyle gets any type of flack, notice which. Media people are the first ones there to defend them every freaking time. Rich Eisen, every time it's like, damn, Rich. Like, I know you and Mike must go back like 35 years, but Kyle can probably ha- handle himself at this point. Anyway, I, maybe not Rich Eisen. Well, I mean, and then it's like, you know, he has gotten results to some degree, and they were in the NFC Championship game last year with Jimmy Garoppolo less than 100% because of defense. But- yeah, because of uh, you know defense, because yeah. of, but I mean he's he's responsible for all of it right now. I mean sure. you know offense, defense, but you is know, he going to repackage himself as a defensive coach? That would be <laughs> yeah, maybe that would be Matt Patricia. Yeah, actually, Mike McDaniel was the offensive genius, but technically, I'm now a defensive coach. I forget what you thought you know about me. Right. All right. But McDaniel is smart. There's no question. And he has great weapons there. You know, J- um, Jalen Waddle is a burner and, and Tyreek's a burner. And, they, you know, they've got some nice weapons. Yeah, I liked all the additions. Yellow they made speed. their offense much, much more uh, explosive. Dominic Lerna. Lerma says, do the Niners have a ball security issue? Yeah, when Jimmy plays. <laughs> <laughs> they have a meeting every week, and they'll tell you about it. They got a meeting every week about the ball. Yeah, You've seen it on the board it too, and take it from the other team. They, that's the one thing about this defense. I mean, I love the yeah. defense, but these guys are beating each other up over this. I saw Fred Warner. Hey, we got to take the ball away. I mean, it's like you're already doing a ton. Yeah, you're giving up nine points a game, and you're one and two. Well, I mean, we talked about this in the offseason. They did get really good cover guys, but these guys don't have a, like a, a history of intercepting passes. So they're sort of getting what they paid for, which is one of the best defenses in the league that doesn't force a lot of turnovers, which I always felt was kind of strange. Like, if you're going to, if you want an elite defense, why don't you just go the extra mile and get a couple playmakers? Talano is one. Talanoa is one, and he's clearly made this defense better. Oh, he's terrific. A second be not at Traverius for what they're paying him. He's really good, though. But if him and Gibson, Moses, Gibson's a productive, uh, you know, pr- yeah. Gibson's got 28 career picks. So I think he'll he'll sure. he'll help in that uh, in that category. Yeah. But they got to they've got to, you know, I mean, 
I mean, it's sad because it's like the defense has got to carry the load, but that's um, that's the situation here. I mean, I don't know why the defense has to carry so much of the load when Kyle's an offensive guy and he's got a lot of weapons. A lot of weapons. Goldblood, it says, Jimmy, my arm is feeling it. So you have arm fatigue. Laugh my freaking butt off. Yeah, that was that was I pretty saw that. Josh says, this is the most exhausted I've ever been as a fan. We'll beat the Rams next week and sway the fans back another direction. Round we go. That could happen. If the Niners win next week, all of a sudden they're back on, on top of the world, right? That well, it better said, be the same game plan. Better be the same game plan. You better run it down their throat because without Trent Williams, I can't see you blocking their front. You're going to block their front better than you did in the NFC Championship game when they just when they kicked your offensive line in the teeth and took your quarterback apart. The uh, you know, we'll is, see. Like the last time the Niners faced the Rams, the Rams shut down their run game. And the last time the I mean the Niners have gotten their run game kind of shut down when Jimmy's been playing the last few times they played. Trey was supposed to open it back up again with eleven on eleven, but now he's gone. So, I don't know. We'll see. Jeff Wilson Jr. better have a huge game. Or Jordan Mason, maybe have his. Maybe Jordan Mason will save the Niners season week four. They need to go to Jordan Mason. This is a run through, not around kind of a game. Yeah. I, I think the one thing about the Rams is the Rams, McVay got it into the machismo, you know, back and forth with Kyle uh, after the Niners kind of took their manhood in that first matchup at Levi's. Yeah. And so it wasn't until the NFC Championship game that McVay said, you know what? I'm not going to try to be tougher than these guys. I'm just going to throw it to Cooper Cup and they can't yeah. cover it. And that, that was game, set, match. End of story. Brian says Jimmy's biggest romanticizer is Colin Cowherd. Yeah, he very ca- casually called Jimmy a B plus quarterback. What? B plus. So only quarterbacks who are in the A range are better than him. Uh, come on, Colin. Does he not realize that people keep receipts on some of the? You just buried Trey Lance for being for missing Tyler Croft. And now, could you imagine what it would have been like if Jim if Trey had backed out of the back of the end zone? They would be using Jimmy as like, hey, you, Jimmy has his flaws, but you know, one thing you can bank on is he wouldn't do this, this kind of a play. I know. This is That's the true. kind of play that a veteran quarterback like Garoppolo would not have made, and people would have agreed with that point. Like, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's true. I have a theory. I think um, Cowherd knows Don Yee, the agent, because Cowherd has Sean Payton as a, on his show a lot as a guest. Sean Payton's agent is Don Yee. And uh, I don't know if Cowherd ever wants to have a relationship with Tom Brady. You got to be cool with Don Yee. So I have a feeling like Don Yee is very influential in the background and uh, sort of helping people craft the narrative. B-plus quarterback in your dreams. Has Flav come out of hiding? Nobody, nobody wanted the B-plus B quarterback. Tells you what a B-plus means these days. Niners could kill for a B-plus quarterback at this point. Yeah. Mango says, well, yeah, where is Flav? Mango says Kyle Shanahan's points per game uh, league ranking since joining the Niners, 2017, 18th, 2018, 22nd, 2019, 3rd, 2020, 21st, 2015, uh, 2021, 15th, 2022, 28th. It's true. What he is is an offensive coordinator who gets a lot of yards, and when he doesn't get points, he blames his players for not executing. Although today he took some – did you hear him? He actually, like, yeah. took some uh, – I think someone told him, it. pick out two plays. It'll do you good. You'll win over some fans because fans are really mad at you. I mean, you could just say anything about Kyle and get a thousand likes, right? Own, now. yeah, own. Uh, you know, somebody, he, he, he understands that it's time to own it. Yeah, and that's when you know uh, coaches are on shaky ground when they start getting nice and professional, and they start answering your questions at length. They're like, "Oh, who did you? Did your boss talk to you?" I remember Jeep Chris started answering like, just giving 
just soliloquies about stuff at the end. It's like, oh, you're getting fired for sure. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you're I'm not saying he's getting fired, but I don't know if you ever noticed that. Trent Palky, when he was on shaky ground, all of a sudden he was everyone's friend. He was coming to you at practice. Hey, how you doing? Like, who are you? <laughs> Is that Trent uh, Jason says, uh, what's up? What's Bill Cower up to these days? Enjoying retirement. He built a uh, D, uh, good run D run game and made Cordell Stewart a threat for a few years. Man, let's get someone who hasn't been out of the game for 25 years. The game moves fast. Yeah, how about Ken Dorsey before you go Bill Cower? At least yeah. Ken Dorsey's got some Real serious quick, fire. What do you, you think of what Ken Dorsey did? I just think he, I think when you spend 110 hours working on one project and you can't get just a ball snapped and down so you can try the field goal to win the game, the frustration all, and you're in, and you're in living moment to moment, like these coaches are in those booths. Um, it's like, it's like a nuclear war. And, And he just, he just detonated on his notes and his, oh my God, it was awesome. I just noticed that no one else in the um, room reacted to him. It's like he wasn't doing that. I thought that was interesting. Like it never happened. They were all like putting their stuff away. And he's like going postal. I, I've never seen it. And, and maybe that's because they know that's him. Maybe he that's goes what, postal That's what I was thinking. He must do that. Look, I'm not judging him. I don't know him. And it, who cares? But at the same time, I was thinking, ooh, this guy, this guy might do stuff like this. He – so if he becomes a head coach candidate, there's people are going to dig into like what his his emotional outburst. I mean, it feels almost like Har- Harbaugh esque, right? You know, how does he act on the sideline? That kind of stuff. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I like Kendall. And it's amazing because you yeah. would, if you talk to the guy, he doesn't sound anything like he's he yeah. even has that move in him. That's true. Yeah, he he comes across as like nerdy. He's like, yeah. Well, nerdy. he's like he's like uh, you know. Opie Taylor or something. He's like the aw shucks. How do you know, do it? Boy next yeah. door. He's like, hey, I went to Miramani and I'm a good guy. And he's I'm a just, good you know, guy yeah. and yeah. he's measured and he's reasonable yeah. and he doesn't get upset. He doesn't get angry. <laughs> and that was like the moment. And then somebody from the Bills knew that was on TV and they were like, you know, let's That's block true. that out. <laughs> All I'm saying is like, and this is probably neither here nor there, but like, you, D'Amico Ryans couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a coach of color does that, people will be very judgmental. And I think you see a lot of times coaches of color work very hard to, like, never, ever do things like that. So for Ken, it's like, man, you might want to tighten up a little bit, man. I, a lot of coaches don't have the freedom to just do stuff like that. Although I don't know if he knew that was being live broadcast. I didn't know it. I loved it. I loved it because it tells me the guy's all in on he's not like he's not doing this because, you know, he wasn't good enough as a player and he's kind of just messing around trying to make a few bucks. No, he this is his livelihood. This is what he's passionate about. He's all in on this. That's a good point. Uh, He's going to be doing this. He's going to be a lifer. You know, you think he's going to be a lifer. Yep. Manila Kid says, hi, Grant, Larry. That didn't feel like nine or four. It was brutal. It was brutal to watch. Casey Cole says, what the hell would the media say if Trey played like that? You already know. We talked about it. C. Turley says, I've asked before, but I think it's a serious topic now that the Niners missed the playoffs. How do you not fire Kyle? That's why I think, I'm not saying fire Kyle, but I I do think what he does this year matters. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Jed is, is totally all in, but I think what he does this year should matter unless he's got a lifetime contract. I don't know. 
Well, it's on him. He's got to figure it out. There, he's got to figure it out. Um, you can't point to anything and say, I don't have enough because Thank Lynch has given has given you a good enough roster. Jed has committed enough money. You have good enough support system. You got good enough players. You have a playoff caliber team. So figure don't it out. Don't use the quarterback excuse. I mean, don't, don't use any excuse. Yeah, none. Because there is not going to be any real excuse for not making the playoffs with this team. When Tom Brady calls you up and says, I want to play for you, and you say, no, nah, I'm good, that puts a lot of pressure on you. You're, we're better than Tom Brady. We're, I mean, that puts a ton of pressure. Win the Super Bowl. That's crazy to me. I, I feel like a lot of people act like that's not the bar for him. Like, he shouldn't have to win a Super Bowl to keep the job. No, I think he needs to show that he can take this team over the top. It's too good. Well, you just got to you got to show progress. You got to develop, yeah. you know, and what's progress? Progress is either you're developing your young quarterback, yeah. you're moving yeah. towards and doesn't have to be Trey Lance. Heck, if uh, Jimmy Trey plays Trey. terrible and Purdy gets in there and he develops, per, it, you just have to show progress yeah. and you got to yeah. win games. You got to you got to figure it out, too, because they got plenty of talent. They got they've lost two games that they should have won. We're three games in. Yeah, and those two losses were two of the more humiliating losses in the season. If Brock Purdy becomes the next Kirk Cousins, great, Kyle. Wonderful. I mean, give him another extension or whatever. But, like, we haven't seen that. Kyle, show us something right now. Because And, again, I, I don't – I feel like the, out, the, the outlook for the rest of the season with Jimmy is bleak. A lot of people are thinking he's rusty. He's going to catch his stride. And the Niners are going to win a lot of games. I don't know. I kind of feel like the book is out on the Jimmy Garoppolo offense and that Mike McDaniel is gone. And there's only so many – Rabbits that can pull out of their hat with a quarterback who can't throw the ball down the field. I think this could get bleak, and I'd rather go with uh, Brock Purdy, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, anyone. I would rather go with the unknown than Jimmy at this point, but maybe I'm just overreacting. We'll see. It's frustrating watching Jimmy because you see the same mistakes every Sunday. 48 career starts in. That's pretty much when you know what a guy is. 48 starts, I think we know. Prince KO says Trey had to run because he can't pass and the vets won't accept a few early losses, quote unquote, but they'll accept an injury riddled losing season with Jimmy Garoppolo. I just don't know. I mean, it really shows you that players don't necessarily good at evaluating quarterbacks because they play. Never football. ask the players. Never. No. People go to the player thing like they play, they know. Would you go up to a player? Would you go up to a guy in a trench? During World War II, and ask him how the how the war is going. No, how's, how's your general doing? Oh, he's doing such a great <laughs> job. This this one move he made yesterday is brilliant. We're all talking about sandwiched it. here in a trench yeah. next to rats, and you're asking me how the war is going. I have no yeah. idea how the war is going, and yeah. it's the same thing with the players. The players do their job. Not that they they don't have any insight. They have insight, but. It, they're not necessarily the person to add. They're not looking at the macro view of the thing. They're looking at it's very like micro, job. their own, their own. They don't even know all the, a lot of these guys watch cut up films. Yeah. So they're just watching their position. And, right. you know, it's just, they're not always the best people to evaluate right. the macro view of the team. They're focused on their assignment, their alignment, their technique, right? Those are the three words that they always talk about. That's what you're, that's what you're doing. I remember, I'll never forget Dante. Well, Dante Whitner last week was very condescending. He said, let me say it for the people in the back that Jimmy Garoppolo gives the best chance for them to win. It's like, okay, thanks Dante. Like, you know, you have an opinion. We all have an opinion. I don't know that you're more qualified to get, than anyone else to say it like that. I remember when I was covering the team and he was on it uh, during training camp, players liked Scott Tolzien a lot. They yeah. thought he was really good. He was good in, in practice. And one day he had a good day and, uh, you know, Kaepernick didn't. 
And Whitner was going on and on like Tolzien was the, was the next guy up. And he called him Baby Drew Brees. And I'll never forget that. So <laughs> take this stuff with a grain of salt, man. I mean, people get excited. Big Tim 3 no says, doubt. imagine Jimmy Garoppolo playing the monsoon. We saw it last year. It was terrible. Uh, Rob, Rob Watson says, where's Flav? Is Jimmy still taking us to the Super Bowl? Flav, what's up, bro? I don't know, man. I don't, uh, all the people that had very snide, smug comments to say about Jimmy Garoppolo offseason have been MIA the last couple of days. David says, Eric Davis meant the water boys at fault, not Kyle. Oh, no. Eric Davis is good. Keith Murray said two more starters get hurt, Kittle back, and lose Trent. Yeah, this is a theme with this team. Injuries. Hey, Jed, we all know it. Season is over. Ooh, That, was that might be a little premature. If they win next week, the season's not over. If they lose next week, this is a very important week for the 49ers. Jose it K. is. Donald says, what's up, fellas? Please continue to keep it real and honor journalism. All the backpedaling and excuse-making for Jimmy this week is appalling. It's like Jimmy deserves another chance after his 48th start. But Trey Lance after three is like, we've seen enough, Trey. That's enough. Mark says, I feel like I said my piece about this uh, team last week, but just going to sit back, relax, and enjoy the implosion. Go Finns, my surrogate Niners, for this season. Man, that's bleak. Jed, are you reading this? <laughs> You're reading these wow. your fans, Jed. Now he's watching Miami. I feel it. Prince KO, thank you. Kev F says, beautiful people get infinite chances in America. <laughs> that's true. I mean, look at me and Larry. We're on our eighth chances <laughs> over true. here. Just straight off. Good lookingness and handsomeness. Um, Ominous24 says, this is what happens when there is zero leadership in the head coach's office, players from the team, and can pressure the coaching depth. Hey, that's a legit point because I do feel like the players run this team to a degree. I'll say this too. You think the offense has felt pressure now? The defense gave you nine three and outs. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Nine three and outs. You had all day and then some yeah. to get your offense going. Guess what? Guess who's not going to go three and out nine times? The Rams. Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Yeah. So That's you think point. you felt pressure this week. Wait yes, until yeah. the Rams go up 17-0 on you in the second quarter and it's jailbreak on the quarterback. The whole yeah, thing's going to turn into a garbage time. Jimmy can't play from behind, at least like this. I mean, it's not just Jimmy, but Jimmy behind this offensive line. The Broncos had one sustained offensive drive, and they beat the yeah. Niners. Brian Klein said, is slow start Shanny a thing? Will they figure this out and uh, contend by the end of the season? It's possible. Um, I think he tried to combat all the offseason injuries by having lighter and lighter offseasons, and we saw what happened last year. Three and five start. This year, he's talking about a lack of rhythm and and uh you see twice the team fall apart in the second half. That to me seems like a team that's not really prepared for 60 minutes of NFL football in September. Two years in a row. I'd like to see a little follow-up too. When Shanahan says, hey, you know, the team had absolutely no rhythm in the second half. Okay, well, you're an offensive coach and have been doing this forever. Yeah. What do you do when your team lacks offensive rhythm to get that rhythm reestablished? Right. Because it might be time for that. Whatever that move is, you know, whatever yeah. that play is, whatever that sequence of play calls is, you know, whatever your trick of the trade to get your your non-rhythm offense back in rhythm, you know, it, it's probably time to bust it out. Yeah, Lucas says banana hands carried by his defense like he's carried by his last name. Let's say the Niners don't make the playoffs and Jed York could pull off a coaching tandem of Sean Payton and Vic Fangio together. Would anyone be mad about that? I mean, he'd be like, thanks, Kyle. Uh, these guys are probably going to do a good job too. I mean, I think Kyle, if Jed plays this right, he might have some options. So let's see. Not saying that Kyle has to go, but you always want the best person for the job. Well, I'll sure say this. I, I threw out Ken Dorsey, but you know what? I think Shanahan, if you are going to do the dramatic move of moving on from Shanahan, 
you're going to have to replace him with a guy who has pelts on the wall. A that's guy who walks in and says, oh, yeah, that's my Super Bowl ring. Do you see what it? I'm saying. That's, and Sean Payton can do that. Yeah. There's very yeah. few guys on that list, though. Very few. So, Jed, you got to start putting that list together. Get an index card, get some names, get some numbers, make some calls. That one guy said on the replay, first quarter, third and three, Debo wide open for a TD outside the numbers, and Jimmy Garoppolo looked straight at him and then looked him off and goes to BA, who was covered. Did, Seen it hey, before. Jimmy isn't good. Not a B-plus quarterback. I mean, well, and, and, and then, you know, how many times has Jimmy bypassed the deep route to throw it in the middle of the field to a covered guy? I've never seen a quarterback who doesn't throw deep turn the ball over so much. How are you turning the ball over so much when you're not pushing it down the field? I mean, these are these are short throws, and you're still getting intercepted at an like above average rate. I, I've never you're like he is a low risk, high reward, reward quarterback. B plus, nah, that's like a C minus. That's in the C range. Yeah, Best I would not say B plus. In the league played like a backup. Yes, Sal agree. Haha ha says Kyle's final trick is a disappearing act. It seems like he's trying to figure out ways to throw the ball to Debo out of the backfield. The problem is Jimmy's not – he can't hit the, the one down the field. It was wide open for a touchdown. He underthrew it. And then there was an angle route, and he threw it behind him, like, and the pass got broken up. It's a good concept. You just don't have the quarterback for it, unfortunately. Jimmy, Jimmy's lack of accuracy was a huge part of the issue in this game. Yes, because his footwork is so freaking sloppy. He throws everything off his back foot. Um, you can't be precise. Even the balls that. that he completes are not necessarily on the money. I mean, no. he had, was it Debo that he hit Grant in the first half where if he had led him perfectly, he had two steps on the defender and was gone. Instead, he underthrows it, yeah. and it was, it was a completion, but it wasn't yeah. a touchdown. What would Bill Walsh think of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's really sloppy footwork? Just planting himself in one spot, uh, never setting his feet, throwing off his back foot. Bill would have no patience for that. Anyway. Bill wanted consistency. The only thing consistent about Jimmy Garoppolo is the inconsistency right. that he plays with. That's right. He wanted consistent footwork, which led to consistent mechanics. Niner Gang Wolfcast says, uh, freaking embarrassing. I put this way more on Kyle than anyone. Plan was trash, and the safety was more of a play call issue. I, I, pa uh, if pass shotgun thoughts. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like this is a Kyle issue, too. Like last year. He escaped criticism because we were all thinking, oh, Trey would have won that game. Or who's the best quarterback? Now I'm thinking, man, I don't know that Trey would have won that game last night. Kyle was struggling with both quarterbacks. I mean, this is an issue that's bigger than which quarterback do you play. I think it's more of is Kyle handling the quarterback in the offense well. I, I think it's a Kyle issue now. I think it's a run game issue because let's be honest. What if, if Trey were healthy – he was going to be a middle-of-the-road quarterback this year because of his newness and rawness. With Jimmy, he's proven that he is like 17 to 25 in that range as a quarterback. So how are you going to win, become a playoff team, and contend for a championship when your quarter, when most of the time uh, Super Bowls are won by guys in the top five or top ten, and you got a guy, you got two guys who are rated between like 17 and 22. You yeah. have to have a dominant run game, and their run game is far from dominant. I mean, it's two yards a pop out. Right. They lose Mitchell and – I mean, what happened to the dynamic run game? They have no dynamic run game. I'd like to right. see a bit. I'd like to see them go out and sign either a speed back, unless Marlon Mack is somehow faster post Achilles than he was pre Achilles. I don't. I don't see the back here 
that even yeah. scares you in the open field. I agree. Sid Brown says it's year six. It's Kyle's offense. We're witnessing a culmination of a slew of bad offseason decisions that you've chronicled for years. What I think is great is every time he decides he doesn't want a quarterback, that guy wins the Super Bowl immediately. So first it was Tom Brady, and then it was Matthew Stafford. I think he wanted Stafford. He just couldn't get him quickly enough. Rams get him Super Bowl. So which quarterback that the Niners didn't get this year and could have is going to win the Super Bowl? You know, is it Matt Ryan? He just beat Kansas City. It's not Matt Ryan. (laughs) Matt Ryan looks so old. Looks terrible, but at Kirk the same Cousins. time, he's better is than Jimmy. Kirk Cousins going to win. If Matt Ryan is better than Jimmy right now. I'm just going. I mean, not that he. I think good. Matt Ryan looks bad to me. I know they won yesterday, but Matt Ryan is not the Matt Ryan from. No, he's not. You know, right. five years ago, he is. His thrown. He's. You know, his arm is not what it was. No, Josh Wyatt says that I tell you I hated that move. Only thing worse than taking a developmental year is bailing on your development year at the last minute, signing Jimmy Garoppolo and running Trey into the ground. Yeah, and what I don't like is they're like, okay, so we didn't develop Trey as a passer. We got to run him. Well, you didn't develop him as a runner either. And we saw in the games that he played, he took too many hits. He really needed to get a feel for how to run in the NFL. And um, you didn't develop him that way. So, like, you compare it to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts ran the ball 600 times in college. So did Colin Kaepernick. This was relatively – everything is relatively new for Lance. just want to say that. I mean, what Lance did as a runner at the FCS level is not replicable in the NFL. You can't run over linebackers and stiff arm D linemen like he did at North Dakota State. So it was always fool's gold. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there was always going to be an adjustment period. The way he played there was not going to translate. So you had to like love. You drafted him based on his traits, and you were going to you. It was incumbent on you and your coaching staff to coach him up. That's right. And it seems to be going very slowly like, like with Jalen Hurts they're I mean they're coaching him up but they're also using him the way he was using college he ran the ball a lot in the SEC he knows how to do this this is not a transition for him it's what he does well with Lance there's really nothing he does well because he doesn't he has no experience it was on it was incumbent on the Niners to establish that and they didn't Timothy says keep Purdy on the bench Niners offense asked for and deserved these L's on their resume Kyle made this mess let him clean it up on Jimmy's record wow that is angry but I feel you Jed these are your fans Kyle these are your fans pointed out there josh says if we don't make the playoffs i see a lot of great players out of gas and wanting to start somewhere fresh time to win now yeah we're going to talk about that uh i wonder about the the real big stars in the defense if they're looking at the offense being like are you guys ever going to figure it out lock jg and darnold enter a quarterback battle who wins god those quarterbacks are awful (laughs) wow what a a low bar that is i'll go with garoppolo of those three Man, no, I, I honestly I would go with Lock. <laughs> I gotta go with Lock. At least Lock will cut it loose down the field. I can't, you can't give me a quarterback who won't throw it down the field. I just think once the book is out that you're afraid to throw it down the field, this this is too much the defense doesn't have to worry about. The rest of the offense becomes too tough. You have to have a genius. <laughs> Brandon Harrison says Jimmy Garoppolo is bad, but talk Kyle's play call on that safety. Play action from your own two line. Don't take a genius to know that was a bad call. Yeah, that was a play action screen from deep in your own end zone. And, and to the his best credit, he said that was a bad call. I, that was a bad call. I shouldn't have called that. Best thing that happened there was the safety. Yeah, it right? could have been a pick six. Should it, well, it was a pick six. But you got to know, you, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle took that on him, but come on, man. That's like Dude, Kerr, yeah. That's like Steve Kerr saying that Andre Iguodala stepping out of bounds in the corner on his jump yeah. shot is his fault. No, it ain't. It's just something that you say to you know cover your players. Mario says, Grant, last night was a disaster. This is not good. Jimmy cannot hit wide open players, and Kyle cannot get the ball to his best players. Man, DEFCON 2. <laughs> Did you see that? 
Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk had a combined two touches for five yards in the second half. I mean, it's, it, that it, to me, that is the story of yeah. this regime. Yeah. I mean, uh, who was the halftime MVP of the Super Bowl against Kansas City? Debo Samuel. Debo. And he touched the ball twice in the second half. He didn't touch the ball in the final 13 minutes of the Ram game. It's stupid that we know that, but we do. It's a fact. Because we've talked about it so much. It's crazy. Chris says the Niners are wasting this defense. I wouldn't blame Bosa if he ended up leading. We're going to talk about Bosa. We're going to talk about Bosa. Bear with us. In fact, let's just do it now since you brought it up. Nope, that's not the one. Will the 40 – hold on. Will Nick Bosa sign an extension with the 49ers? They said he's not going to do it this year. It's going to be next year. But just try to get inside of his mind. Looking at this offense, looking at this team, looking at this state and its taxes, where he's from. Is it possible he's like, you know what? I'm going to hit the open market. What do you think? They're already courting him. I mean, they're having him talk to the team. Kyle, he doesn't say much, but man, he doesn't say much. But when he talks, we listen. They're all in on Bosa. They know what they got there. I mean, oh no, that's not what I'm asking. Hold on, I know they're all in on Bosa. I'm asking is Bosa all in on them? And if you were him, would you be looking sideways at this team, being like, "Is this a good long-term investment for me?" Well, I would say if I'm Bosa, I if I felt like the results offensively of the first three weeks of the season were going to be what the expectation was going forward, I'd be looking around. But I bet you he looks at the weapons and the talent and says, we'll get it going at some point. I think most Niner fans look at the we- weapons and the talent and say they'll get it going on before before long. But it's on Kyle to get it going. And we'll see if he can do it. I mean, <laughs> there are no cupcakes on this schedule going forward. And all these teams going forward can score points. So you you got a dominant defense, and it's been dominant. But, man – your defense is going to give up some points to Kansas City and some points to the Rams, and then what? I mean, they're, they're going to they got to get the offense going like now, otherwise yeah. the season's going to be over before we get to Halloween. Bosa has to decide what his goal is. If if his goal is to you know win Super Bowls, he has to look at this roster and, th- and think: Can Kyle deliver? Can this team deliver? Can this offense deliver? And then if his if his goal isn't that, if his goal is to just make as much money as possible in the NFL then is California where you want to be? I mean, I think he has some things he needs to think about. And if the Niners make the playoffs and do well, then he's had a really good – I mean, what, he can't just force his way out. They can always franchise tag him, which they would. But still, I'm just curious to think, if it's not Bosa, is there going to be someone on this defense that's like, you know what? Maybe not. I mean, Fred Warner's I doubt fine. It. I doubt it. I, I bet you Nick calls his yeah. brother and starts complaining about this, and all of a sudden his brother's like, shut the hell up. We just got beat at home by the Jaguars. That's so and it wasn't close. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I'm with Larry on this, but it's something to keep in mind. Uh, Miguel says, try to get Cam or Huntley from the Ravens. I like it, man. I, I just don't understand what the point is of sticking with Jimmy Garoppolo. Can we get something new, please? But I like Here's Cam. the other thing about, I mean, I, you know, everybody talks about mobile. Who is the super mobile quarterback that, that won the ring? I mean, Steve Young, that was 1994. You're right. I mean, well, Lars Mobile, never... what does he run? Won? I mean, you you had guys who've, who've presented the threat of running, but no one who's, like, run the ball 9, 10, 11, 12 times a game. Never. I mean, everybody talks about Hurts. He looks great. He looks great. How's he going to look in December? Yeah, it's been three games. Can he? You know, my, my question with the usage of Lance was not about, you know, what he needed to do in the present. It was, was that plan a sustainable plan? And I don't think it is. And I don't think it is for Hurts no. either. 
it clearly isn't. Lil or Stewie says, why didn't Jed leave the stadium and go into the wrong lane of the parking lot at Miami, but not in Denver? Like this game was worse than the Titans and Dolphins. Well, I don't know. I mean, that was a home game. He, he maybe he was driving to his house. He probably took an Uber yesterday in Denver. At least he didn't tweet out like he did on Thanksgiving. Remember he remember that one? They this was embarrassing or whatever. That's when yeah. Kyle knows the the wheels are coming off when Jed starts tweeting. That's true. Uh, FP says go get BJ Daniels off the couch. That's a deep pull, deep cut. <laughs> BJ Daniels. BJ Daniels. <laughs> Little or Stewie says, if I were Jed, I would tell Kyle to throw a timeout while I call my helicopter to land in the middle of the field and just fly away and dis- <laughs> disappoint and then call Kyle, you're fired. Oh, man. Boy. They will never is- fire Kyle. They might trade Kyle. They, they won't fire trade. him. I do feel like his trade value is uh, dropping, but it's early. FP says, real fans don't rock with Jimmy or blameless Kyle. Real fans. Ooh, Kyle, look at your real fans. Joseph says, <laughs> Kyle's tenure, feisty with Grant, QB debacle, injuries, bad draft, and Frazier moves, choking and uh, lived off his dad's name to mediocrity. He's not the one. Ooh, that was succinct. I liked it. I, I, have I was so much, I, you know, I had and I still have so much hope for Kyle and for the 49ers under Kyle, but it's. It's time to just, you know, I, you know, I, my big question, and Steve Young brought it up, Grant, is like, are they going to use this second go around to actually talk it out, get on the same page? Hey, Kyle, you know, I'm Jimmy now. Hey, Kyle, what didn't you like about me? I'm going to try to do better. Hey, Jimmy, uh, you know, what, what about my game calling do you not like? I'm going to try to be better. But do you get the sense that that's happening? I don't. I get the sense that these guys are probably islands unto themselves and that Kyle's got a huge ego and Jimmy's like, hey, man, my agent says we're, you know, we got them over a barrel and I'm going to make a boatload next year. And so I get, I get they're, they're working together as in like on the same team, but are they truly working together? That would be my question. And I'd like to see, hear what Kyle has to say about that because it just seems like, um, it seems like what, what what we heard from Jimmy this last week was not characteristic Jimmy and suggested that he has different thoughts about, you know, about the offense than maybe Kyle does. Jonathan Chavez, I'm not going to read that, but I feel what you mean. That one guy says, I must have blinked. Which second down play did Kyle Shane call for Jimmy Garoppolo to run between the tackles? You know, since it's a pretty common play. Oh, the snark is heavy. I love, <laughs> it. I love it. Isaiah says in the last two games, the Niners offense has given up the same number of points to Niners defense. Wow. Wow. Seriously, how about why don't, why don't they often start right there? Yeah. Let's make it a goal to not give up points. So what they gave up zero points against Seattle? Zero, right? Because it was it was special teams that gave up points. Right. And they gave up oh wow. <laughs> wow. That's that's ridiculous. Okay. That's how bad the offense has been. I mean, it's they, they gotta get this offense. They have way, way, way too much talent on offense. It's a Despite, Chip Kelly offense right now. It's a Jeep Christ offense right now. I mean, they, no they have excuse. way too much talent to yeah. have this kind of result, these kind of results. FP says Jimmy's safety saved us five more points. Jimmy is what? Not good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, T Dot says, but if Trey ran out the back of the end zone, though, oh my God. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Coward, got, coward yeah. would have just exploded. Isn't his name perfect? Josh says we're we're one thirty. Yeah, it's perfect. We're one Purdy fifty yard pass away from having a three way quarterback controversy. Bring on Purdy, please, please, please bring on Purdy. Let me ask you this. Let's just say yeah. Jimmy went into the Ram game, pulled a hammy. They went yeah. to Purdy. He played well. Stick with him. Oh my God. Would he? he might would get they better. stick with him? They would should. they stick with him? Yes, they should. He might get better. That's my thing with Jimmy. He's not getting better. Give me anyone. Give. I would take Sam Darnold over him. 
because Sam might throw down the field. Might get better. Jimmy? No, never going to happen. Never I think Purdy's calm. I think Purdy is more calm dissecting what he sees at the line of scrimmage than Jimmy. And Jimmy's what, an eight year vet or whatever he is? FP, you're cracking me up with this BJ Daniels stuff, man. BJ Daniels has been retired for like eight years. He's like, why are you talking about me? <laughs> Josh says, I always know a joke. I know I always joke about Hoyer, but he's on a team. Hoyer. Hoyer. How about what if the Niners Bethard? traded for Hoyer? How about Bethard? Jonathan Chavez says, Karma for players saying it felt like Niner football for Kyle and John keeping Jimmy for fans saying Jimmy would have won the game. We are predictable. Yeah, I felt like football god karma. Like, oh, you wanted this? This is what you wanted? This what- oh, okay, here you go. Here's exactly what you wanted, as if you were surprised. Inability to pick franchise quarterback has us at this point. Yeah, that's the one thing. That's I, bingo right there. Say it's not Kyle's fault. It's not Kyle's fault. This is Kyle's fault. He's had opportunities to get franchise quarterbacks passed it up so he could do this. And that's on him. Yeah. I mean, and 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 here's the, the bigger question with Trey Grant. I don't know if you guys have tackled this uh, during the week at all. Or hmm. Do the 49ers – not just today, I'm just saying in the foreseeable future, can you see them ever devoting the kind of field time that it's going to take for Trey to develop? Because I don't, I don't, I don't think they're, I think he needs to play like a year, year and a half, iron out his rough spots, make a bunch of mistakes. The team that he's going to play on during that year and a half is probably going to be 500 or beneath. They're not going to be a contender. Show me the season that is either right now or in their immediate future in the next five years that they're going to be willing to give away for the development of Trey Lance. I don't see it. And it makes me wonder why they went to to the raw quarterback that they had to develop if they weren't willing to invest the time to develop them. Well, here's my thing with Trey. I always felt he was a bad fit with Kyle because Kyle's on his own timeline. Kyle's deep into his tenure. He can't. He doesn't have time. He's he has a losing record. He he has to win. It's win time. He has to win. He can't throw away two years with Lance like McDermott could with Josh Allen. So if the Niners were to get another coach and they that coach was on year one, all of a sudden he'd be on the same timeline as Lance. There, it would be a whole different thing. So as long as Kyle's here, I'm 100 with you on this. That's another reason Jed should be looking around. Because as long as Kyle's the quarterback here, he's I mean the coach here, he's going to be looking at trade and being like, I can't play you. I got to win a game this week. I'm four games under 500. My job, ego, stock, all of it is on the line. Sorry. And Trey, Trey can't work with a guy like that. I mean, for him to get to his potential. It sets up like an end of the year trade for Rodgers and then <laughs> potentially Do Lance it. becoming a 15-year starter in Green Bay. Look, if they get Rodgers and win a Super Bowl, hats off. All right. Just win one. Do that. I'll give you that because it doesn't look like you're going to develop Trey. I think other people could. I don't think Kyle has the first freaking clue how to do it. I mean, he did do it with RG3. Give him credit. RG3 became a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, wait, he didn't. <laughs> he got Frederick's- hurt. Oh, wait. Yeah, he got, got hurt. hurt. Oh, wait. I'm shocked he oh, got he hurt. Too much. Oh, yeah. Frederick Peterson says, love your hot coals comparison. Spot on. Yeah, dude, set your feet, Jimmy. Chris Holt, thank you. All right, we're going we're gonna to come back to more. Nathan. Uh, Jimmy stepping out of bounds as we speak. That's fine. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get all of them. This is some interesting news. Kyle Shanahan t- today said that Jason Verrett and Jimmy Ward will begin practicing next week. I think the Jason Verrett part is a little bit bigger news. Doesn't mean that he'll come back uh, right away, but there's a three week period 
for him to come off IR, practice, and then come back. So the return of Jason Verrett could be imminent. What would that do for this defense? Make it better. Jason Verrett <laughs> is a Pro Bowl player who just gets hurt. Where's yeah. Ambry Thomas, by the way? I'm in the locker room. I never see him. I saw him there he's, yesterday. He was he's, there? He's there. Maybe I get, next time you yeah. see him, point him out to me. I don't know. Maybe I just don't recognize him. I but, you. yeah, I, I, you know, Diamondor Lenore took over the nickel from Womack. I saw that. Yeah, which is strange because, I mean, this defense has done – it just came off a shutout. And they're looking at the film and being like, Womack, what are you doing in our shutout? we got to bring in someone else. I don't know. Strange. But, I mean, Lenore also played well. Yeah, he did. And their secondary is already good. If yeah. you add Jimmy Ward and Verrett to their secondary, their secondary could be the strength of the D. Yeah, I'm not sure that Verrett will have a role right away, but if you're trying to go slow with him and you make him a backup, Mosley's gotten hurt in the past. I mean, if anyone goes down, what a backup to be able to pull out of your back pocket in November or December. So this is huge. Yeah. But st- still, I feel like if the, at some point the Niners offense is going to have to do something for this team to be a Super Bowl contender. They can have the best defense in the league, but this offense is not good enough at this point. But, but this is nice. Jason Verrett, we need to play quarterback. It's about time for points. Yeah, we need Jimmy Ward to play quarterback or Jason Verrett. <laughs> FP says draft two quarterback, best man win equals two contracts. Uh, draft another. I, I'm down with draft another quarterback, especially if you're going to run him. But they don't have a first-round pick. We better with Jimmy uh, – this way, what this what they ask for? Enjoy, says T dot. Okay, James knowing says Grant, can we get CK7 to save our season? I bet the organization and fans will go wild. How we lost Lance has me done with Kyle. I'm 80s Niners is sad. You think Colin Kaepernick would want to come back and run between the tackles for Kyle? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, hey, let me get hurt. I don't week. remember Colin Kaepernick running a lot between the tackles, to be honest. I don't. Quarterback draws. Sean says Kyle's game plan last night deflate Jimmy's ego. Okay, maybe. So he's now he's throwing games in week three. For right, 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 right. Come on, come uh, on. Dustin Rodriguez says, can't imagine what the fans would have said if Trey would have ran out the back of the end zone while simultaneously heaving a pick six. Oh, my God. They, they, they would have called for him to get released. And yeah, it, it, would have been, it would have been, it's official, Trey yeah. can't play. Yeah, you know? crazy. Any Flav sightings? No, he's in uh, witness protection. I, I'm nobody you need to know. Okay. So this is clearly Kyle Shanahan. Kyle doesn't feel like his job is on the line, so he's barely even trying. Oh, it's not Kyle Shanahan. Way too predictable play calls. Why try when you're locked in, I guess? He doesn't feel like his job is on the line, so he's barely even trying. I, I don't know that that's the truth. I always got the feeling that Kyle felt like he doesn't care if his job is on the line because he thinks he would get hired by another team in three minutes, which may or may not be true. But that's good for him. I still feel like, what if the Niners can upgrade? You know, that's It's a different question. Well, I'll say one thing. Okay. Offensive football is about creating space. Danny Gray showed up here. Why? Because they want to create more space. Ray Ray McLeod showed up here. Why? Because they want to create more space. Trey Lance has got the bigger arm and 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 more, uh, you know, more um, mobility. Why? Because his legs and his arm create more space. When Jimmy's in there and he's not taking shots down the field, what happens is there's no more space on the Mm -hmm. field and everything's totally congested in the middle. And then he's floating passes late the down into these crowded spaces and it's just a matter of time before they get picked Mm -hmm. so they gotta threat they gotta threaten the edges uh vertically horizontally they gotta they gotta take shots to danny gray they even if they don't even if they're not successful they're gonna have to push the ball down the field a little bit they're gonna have to run
run to the edges. They're going to have to open up the space somehow with their with their weapons. With Jimmy, yeah, with, with the Jimmy, problem with Jimmy. with Jimmy pulling the trigger yeah. to create the room that they need yeah. for their for their offensive passing. The problem game. with Jimmy though is like he can't, like he, he's freaking can't throw it down the field. He can't, he won't. Like he is, his offense is like a, a basketball offense that doesn't shoot threes, and it's all about getting into the the lane and shooting mid range shots and playing defense. You can do that for a while, but you're going to lose eventually. You can keep it close. You can't play that way. You can't play. No. And that's what the Niners try to do. Let, let's win the game without shooting any threes. Like, Hey, good luck with that in 2022 while the rest of the league is bombing threes. I mean, not going to happen. Good luck passing the ball around inside. Yeah. If you have nobody who can shoot a three, good because they're not going to, you know, they're spacing. It yeah. matters in these pace and space. It, it's, it's the same deal. Let Newton, Minshew, and Purdy compete, says Yanni Vander Balin. Yeah, man, it's someone new. This whole, like, Jimmy wins thing, he's 12-10 and 10 in his last 22 starts. That's over with. The book is out on him. Time to move on. We lost, but I'm enjoying all your videos this week, says Professor Lawless. LOL. Uh, scarce on Jimmy fans this week. LOL. Keep it up. I'm waiting to hear. What they're doing basically is saying, you know what? This is not the week to talk. Jimmy's going to play well next week. They're going to come back next week, although I'm not so sure he's going to play well next week. Remember when Mike Silver said that Jimmy had four lead traits? I do remember that. Shout what are they? <laughs> Generosity, <laughs> kindness, uh, <laughs> thoughtfulness. I mean, do any of them have to do with football at all? No, what they always say with him is that he 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 has a, a loud voice. His cadence is great. Like, oh, oh, we have to face Jimmy Garoppolo and his cadence this week. Uh-oh. Grant, I like the analogy of Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr. I was an ex-player just saying, yeah, then the, the Warriors made a correct evaluation that Mark Jackson wasn't going to get it done. They moved on. They got the right guy. He won a, 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 a championship year one. Jed, you got to make the same calculation. I'm not saying that he's Mark Jackson, but figure it out. And if, if, if he's not Steve Kerr, can you find Steve Kerr? Like and there are, there's, you know, sports is littered with examples like this. Buck Showalter mm-hmm. turned the Yankees around from a nothing to a contender, but then he had to be ousted before Joe, Joe Torre could right. step in and win all the titles. That's right. So there are examples of, hey, this coach can get you from bad. He can create structure and get you going in the right direction, but maybe can't get it done. Um, I'm, I personally with, think with, with Dusty and Alou and finally getting to Bochi. I mean, Bochi was the guy who got it done. I mean, the Giants were good for a long time. Bochi was the guy that got it done. Mark Jackson yeah. preached defense and changed the culture yeah. to a more of a defensive culture. But ultimately, you know, they went from Kerr from Jackson to Kerr and and they they took a huge step forward. So I'm not saying that they can't get it done with Kyle, but Kyle's got his whole offense is predicated on this run game. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, it may start with getting the run game going somehow, some way. Especially in this game against the Rams. It's definitely not going to be getting Jimmy going because that's not happening. He ain't too. No. <laughs> Ominous24 says, I think it's time we talk about Jimmy's wobble. Nah, I don't really want to talk about Jimmy anymore. Can we get Brock Purdy, please? King Geo says, how do you turn the ball over so much when you don't throw deep? Damn, Grand. the only thing consistent is inconsistent. Damn, Larry. Oh, yeah, we bring out the big guns today. Matthew Sanders says, wait, are we cool with the fact that Peyton turned a blind eye to headhunting and targeting targeted violence? Are we cool with that? Sincerely asking. Uh, you know what? The whole bounty thing is... You know, there are many, many coaches that walked into their room and said, guys, here's a C note. Somebody knock out the quarterback and you can have this C note. So is that is that morally questionable? 
I guess the whole game is violence. Yeah. The whole game is controlled assault. So yeah. really, what are we talking about at the end yeah. of the day? I mean, how you motivate uh, him? I mean, it's fair point. It's a fair it point. Is fair he point. Bad. He deserved the suspension. He served his time. The guy won us. Do you want to win a Super Bowl? I don't know. That's the question. Do you want to win a Super? If 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 you're cool with the way things are, then don't make a change at all. Sean Payton. I mean, he has his own history, right? That's tough. That he's got baggage. Maybe he's not the right guy. You know. Bill Walsh hadn't won a championship when they hired him. Steve Kerr hadn't won a championship. Find the right guy, whoever it is. I'm not saying it's Steve Kerr, uh, Sean Payton, but you got to interview him. You got to hear what his plan is, what his vision is for your team. It might be great. How could you say no? Matthew Sanders says a waiter. Oh, we got you. Uh, Brady is 45. F it. Call Joe Montana. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got another question for you. Yeah. Trent Williams going to miss at least. Well, he could miss six weeks or more with a high ankle sprain. Um, pass protection already was an issue. How do you expect the Niners offense to find a rhythm and get things going without Trent Williams the next few weeks? All right. In a weird, perverse way, I'm going to look at this as a bright spot. Okay. Which is already a massive stretch because you're talking about I'm open-minded. Getting... I'm open I'm okay. When you have Tom Compton's of the world, pass blocking edge rushers, no. But when you have and and Col- I, I'm throwing Colton McKivitz in that Tom Compton role, he's a younger, more upside Tom Compton, but he's still a guard playing center, shorter arms, doesn't have the length of a tackle. I'm saying what the Niners going. need more now than ever is they need a run yeah. heavy game plan yeah. that doesn't say Jimmy. It's on you. It's a run-heavy game plan. And guess who I want to run? I want to run everybody. Jeff Wilson, Jordan Mason, Debo Samuel. Wait for this one. Brandon Ayuk. I want to see see Ayuk in the run game. I want to see Danny Gray in the run game. I want to see them do – I want to see them take the ball. What Garoppolo cannot do is he cannot be trusted. He's super inconsistent. So you have to manage him the way that Kyle managed him when they went to the Super Bowl. Take the ball out of his hands. Run it a ton. Run it to your receivers. Run it to Kittle. Run it. Run it. Just run it behind these be, – you basically got a, a one-tackle, four-guard offensive line. So just run. Just run. Run behind your your run – because I, I think you got a much better chance for to run behind Colton McKivitz than ask Colton McKivitz to block Leonard Floyd. It's true. Here's the problem, though. The, the Rams know that's coming. And what they're going to do is what they did in the NFC Championship game, which is on first down, just bring in an extra defensive lineman, load the box, shut it down just by alignment and through personnel and force the Niners either to pass on first down or to fall behind in the chains. And the Niners haven't had an, uh, an answer to that yet, but I'm with you. Like, yes, the upside is this finally gets them to commit to the run game the way they should have all year. It's just um, play with tempo. How about, how about a little bit of a hurry up? There you go. Te- they have when you, when you have no offensive rhythm and that's them, they have no offensive rhythm. Play fast. Yeah. Play fast. Teams that have no offensive rhythm, rhythm oftentimes speed it up. Speed it up, run to the edges, have an incredibly diverse, complex running attack, and run it like 65% of the time and see if it works because you're not going to be able to drop back. One, what do you need to do to beat the Rams? You got you to dominate the time of possession. You got to keep Stafford on the sidelines. You got to make first downs. You got to give your defense a chance to be studly. You've got this awesome defense. 
defense, limit their exposure, and they got a chance to tee off on an old quarterback with a bum elbow. But you got to dominate the run, and you have to dominate the time of possession. And they don't have a runner they can lean on. They don't have a one-back guy. So lean on Mason, lean on Wilson, and run your receivers. I just think Take it's the ball tough. out of the air. I just think it's tough to lean on the run game that much and be that unbalanced when your quarterback doesn't contribute and it's, he just hands off. That's why, again, I say get Cam Newton. He's not a great quarterback, but you can use you can he can run the Trey Lance offense. The Jimmy Garoppolo offense isn't going anywhere. The Trey Lance offense at least could do the things you're saying in the run game. Run the ball 65 percent of the time. They're not going to get Cam Newton, but uh, I firmly believe he's a better option than Jimmy. Prove me wrong, Jimmy. Nick says, with the injuries we are taking already and the position holes Niners are lacking, there might be a chance we don't make the playoffs. What teams will be in the playoffs in the NFC if this is the case? I don't know. Rams, Eagles, Packers, Bucks, Philly. Yeah. A little early for that. FP says, easy to shut down, uh, run with no quarterback threat. That's exactly what I'm saying. I, easier. Professor yeah. Lawler said, I mean, look at how much tough. What do you say? Other than those two runs, the Niners run game was DOA last night. Other than the two runs. Yeah, two yards of carry. Yeah. Professor Lawless says, didn't Bosa say they would be fine this season as long as Trey didn't mess up? So when is he going to address Jimmy? Ooh. No, Niners fans are right on it this year. Oh, that's it. That goes right back to the Kittle comment. Kittle said it. He said, hey, look, you're minus three in turnovers. You you commit a safety and you, you know, you, you go one for 10 on third down. Nothing else is even worth discussing. You're not winning if those three things happen. Yeah, Zachary says Debo wasn't the same after being targeted L night. Um, Kyle, he wasn't even on the injury report today, and Kyle wouldn't say what was the, dish, the issue with him when he went down. It looked bad. It looked when bad. I thought his he leg looked like he got wrenched. I don't know. Um, but he came back. Mikey Niner says 19-7, 10 points. No wonder deep uh, POFF with losing record. POFF. Yeah, but that's that's a good defense. Those are their numbers. The goose says Niners need to sign Doctor Disrespect. He showed up to training camp throwing seventy yards with no warm up. Okay, I saw him that day. Leave Jimmy in Denver. <laughs> I, we could we could have got John Lynch to like that tweet. David the prankster. Wow, thank you very much. Says Look at that. Hours. Fifty bones. David the prankster rolling oh, fat. Woo! Twenty four hours until we can file a missing person report on Flav, but I really just want Kyle to give young players a chance. Purdy, Mason, Gray, people. No one has film on. Let people grow and learn. I could respect that on a losing team. I agree. Why is Gray not playing? Why is Mason not playing? Purdy, I, Purdy, I, I understand, but I feel like that's coming. Gray should have been out there. He, sh- they, they, they just ask. Here's what he'll do. He'll be on the field like one time. He'll get one snap. He'll run a clear out route all the way down the field to the end zone, and then he'll go to the sideline, and then you won't see him for a while. That's how they use him. They spend a third-round pick on a clear-out route guy. And I think he could do more, but that's how they're using him. Kind of ridiculous. He's a tough kid. I talked to him this week, and he's like, yeah. I said, where'd you get your toughness? And he's like, my mom. My mom gave me my toughness. Nice. I want to see Danny Gray, man. He 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 play he ran 4-3-3, but he plays like 4-2-5, 4-2-9 and that. You know, they don't they haven't had that kind of that kind of speed in a long time. Put it on the field. Let's see what it looks like. Carson Knutson says, What's both of your predictions for the end of the season record? It's looking like a nine and eight team to me. I don't know. Yeah. I picked them to win the Super Bowl with Trey, but I don't like him with Jimmy. Sorry. Um I gotta see, you know, we gotta see them. Do they have a do they have an equation to win games? What's their equation to win games? Because you would think it's a run heavy scheme and Garoppolo throwing underneath, but 
you're going to have to take some chances down the field. The Debo cheat code isn't working. I really feel like that was a big part of their success last year. Uh, they, they went to it midway through the season. There was no film on it. Teams were unprepared. And they sort of added little wrinkles every week. This year, everyone's prepared for it. It's not winning you games, so what is it? Is it uh, Jordan Mason? Maybe it's Jordan Mason. It could be Jordan Mason. I think it should be. I think Jordan Crazy. Mason runs hard. There's no question about that. Absolutely. Um, if we lose the Rams, go one and one at Carolina, Atlanta, and then face the Chiefs with two and five looming, gonna get ugly. Yeah, could absolutely could. could. Really ugly. If they beat the Rams, though, all of a sudden the Niners are on top of the world yet again. They're in first place in the division. That's right. Creole Bougie has a great name and gives me one dollar, which is quite generous. Thank you, Mark Dunn says. Did you see Coward's take on Jimmy this morning? I was laughing so hard I spit on my Cocoa Puffs. What an idiot. Does Jimmy's agent pay a subscription fee? That, for, to me, I feel like that's kind of obvious. I feel like, is the agent giving him talking points? Because, wow, he has all the excuses. And also um, – And so don't say you're not going to make excuses if all you do is make excuses. Good point. These it's aren't so excuses. Weird. Yes, they are. Creole says, here's another dollar. Thank you. Um, <laughs> FP says, Jimmy has a D1 skill set. Tell me I'm lying. You're just killing me today, FP. I, I, I lost you. Sky Scribes says they're going to bottom out this season. We aren't a contender. Trey comes back with no pressure because this is a seven-win team. Ooh. There'll always be pressure. That's bleak. There'll I mean, always yeah, there'll always be pressure. pressure. That's true. Good point. Um, yeah, I mean, do they are they going to be willing to give Trey the time he needs to develop? And if they aren't, I th- I'd rather see them move him. Then sit there and just bat, you know, just sit there and, well, you know, we're gonna pick him apart again. We're gonna pick him apart again. When are you gonna give him the runway to improve? You know, Ethan I don't. Know, I can't, it's hard to envision, man. Really, is hard to envision. I, I, especially if Kyle's here. Ethan M says all of Kyle Shanahan and Prince's are doing better than him. McDaniel, the opposite of the Belichick tree. Yeah, it's the opposite of the Belichick tree. He is a great coach developer. A great. Not quarterback developer, coach developer he is. C4 Clever says, D allow nine. Jimmy Garoppolo had 12. Too bad. Two went to Denver. TF Flave. That was uh, code. That was Morse code, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, Damian Jasso says, the season is over. BTW year six. And Kyle hasn't had a back-to-back winning seasons. Yikes. Yikes. And I was looking. George Seifert got fired after he went 12 and four. Never won fewer than 10 games in a season. Now, he didn't inherit a great team, but still, that's some serious consistency. It is amazing, by the way. The Niner fans, it's like, you know, Jimmy G, you know, the, the people that are so pro Niners, yeah. be like, Jimmy G's 30, whatever, 31 and 18 as a starter. Yeah. Oh, so wait, now the record is the bottom line. Damn right. That's a bottom yeah. line. Kyle's three games, four games under 500. Well, come on. The well, record well, is not. Excuses. There's not. I mean, the record can't doesn't reveal. He's one of the great coaches. 30. Oh yeah, well he inherited a really good team. Okay, either the record matters or it doesn't matter. The the ink, ink, it matters for Jimmy. It doesn't matter for Kyle. Well, it, it, the standard changed when Eddie DeBartolo was here. Seifert he went like what three years without winning a Super Bowl, and Eddie was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough, right there. Three years now, it's like, oh, well, we made the playoffs last year. No one thought we would go that far. Isn't that a great thing? Yeah. APB out in Flav. Flav, are you alive? Should we look for you? Shreddy Murphy says, Cowherd, a.k.a. Michael Scott today. Of course, Jimmy Garoppolo was <laughs> Michael struggling. Scott. He is a lot like Michael Scott. He, The things he said are ridiculous, but he likes the way it sounds when he talks. Surgery didn't have playbook, et cetera, but Trey not ready, right? Just mad Trey dump. Ooh, I'm not going to say that out loud because I don't know it's true, but 
streets talking. Rob Watson said, Trey should have been starting since Houston and passing, not triple option counter bash. Bad coaching all around. Worst part is Trey, by all serious account, looked potentially as an elite passer. We'll never freaking know because still everything with Trey Lance is a small sample size. We still don't know what he does well or poorly. No idea. It's great. No. Ryan, love you, man. Cap was a better runner than Trey. Trey is a better quarterback than Cap. Cap ran five times per game. Trey ran 13 times per game. Ryan is very clear-headed on this one. I feel you, man. That's a good way to look at it. Miguel said John Payton and John Lynch would be a good duo and spoil kid uh, Kyle Shanahan who breaks all his brand-new toys. <laughs> yeah, man. If, if, if you could keep D'Amico and John Lynch and just bring Sean Payton in, same. Edgardo says Bosa and some for Lamar Jackson. No. Lamar. I like Lamar, but I mean, Lamar doesn't have a ring. And Lamar runs. Lamar, can get, Lamar got Lamar hurt last year. Lamar runs a lot. C4 Clever says Niners should get Dan O at least for uh, good footwork OB. Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, absolutely. I love how he celebrated last night. That was super funny. What a monkey on his back. Edward, Edward Neal, two bucks. Thank you. Man, we're so, I'm almost caught up. I'm 10 minutes behind. Okay. Eloy says we should start booing like Denver does. So Kyle, start getting some heat. They were definitely booing Hackett yesterday in that game. They were count, counting down the play clock in the last game. <laughs> Jimmy G will find a way to hand off to a defender. <laughs> He fumbled backwards last year. Missed a lot. Just jumped on. Good to see you, Dave. Uh, Dave Barclay, why can't Kyle call some kind of decent pass game along with the run and please more Mason? Um, I don't know. Considering he's a genius, he should be able to figure this out. I, I'm going with he's a genius. He's going to figure it out. Professor Lawless's Flav is out hanging with Carmen San Diego. I love <laughs> that, though. King James L says, best part about this is this the season falls apart. That draft pick goes to someone else. This Yeah, Miami. This also the falls back to the pick. Night. Yeah, this also falls back in the Niners for not getting good quarterback number two. Mike McDaniel's looking really smart. He like was probably like, hey, trade trade with Miami for Trey Lance and then goes to Miami. Hey, thanks, Kyle. I'm one of those picks. Uh, C4 Clever says, last week the media uh, was – hold on. You, you write in Morse code. Last week the MS media image was Jimmy Garoppolo and team all over him and win. Why is not the smiling face after the terrible loss? I don't know, C4 Clever. Can you stop using Morse code? I'm having a tough time. <laughs> They're going to Debo too much. Yeah, man. Well, the last play of the first half, they just handed to Debo between the tackles so he could get hit three times. It's like, Kyle, come on, dude. Do you really not care at all? Well, now that Lance is hurt, you know, the next object is to try to get Debo crushed. The Fawn says, at this point, I'd rather you see Uncle Rico instead of Jimmy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Is, is Dad Shanahan the real head coach? No, because he's not here. He might help him with the game plan, but he's not making adjustments. Jimmy J says, I used to like Howard, but the Lance hate Jimmy stroking is sickening. Colin just made trade. I'm not going to say it, but why? I don't understand how Colin is so invested in this. It's like, dude, you talk about all sports and all teams. How are you dying on this hill, so to speak? Well, because, you know, he knows it's 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 clicks and yeah. hits and that kind of thing. But, I mean, dude, you've got, a, you've got an obvious conflict of interest yeah. that's being called out by, like, 12-year-olds. You might want to pump the brakes on the yeah. on the and it's not making Jimmy. him look good. I mean, everyone's making fun of him. I mean, I ratioed him today. And I only have – I mean, he has, like, 10 times as many – more than that. Easily ratioed him. Like, dude, why are you making yourself such an easy target right now, Colin? It's not good for your brand. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't Seriously. do it. C4 Clever says league is just not ready for Kyle Shanahan. Just to just to a time. I, I never know what you're talking about, C4 Clever, but I love you. <laughs> Thomas Schultz said, Larry said I was uh Larry said I was what's wrong with America last night for mentioning Sean Payton on this show. 
That's okay. I said that Grant was what's wrong with America. Sean no, Payton. I said I said that basically the idea that that we should now move off of Kyle Shanahan for uh, another coach, I think, is at this point premature. Oh, it is absolutely. I'm just saying, if you're Jed, you you start making you you got a li- you get a list together. You got an index card with five names, phone numbers. Do you make the calls yet? Maybe not. But the names are on the list. I'm just saying. I think that's just preparation. You got to be prepared. Because they're one and two right now. It could be one and three in a minute. Shreddy Murphy says the world needed to see Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo get exposed. Best case for Trey is they're both gone next year. I, I, I don't know about that. see that. But again, it depends. If it's Chip Kelly coming back through the door to coach the team, no. You got to tell me who it's going to be. If it's D'Amico, I don't even know because who's your offensive coordinator? I'd have to know. I'd have to know. It's not but even I'm, about the coach. It's about do you give him a t- does anybody give him enough time to develop because he's going to have to make he's going to have to play I would say I don't know 8 to 20 games where he develops. Are they ever going to have an 8 to 20 game stretch for him where he can develop and and not have this man you got to win? Not no, it's it's you know I, I don't envision it here. It's in Only a lot of ways it's not a great uh, kind of license. First year head coach gets 3 years. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. He he's he he was he came along when Kyle needed to win and he needs to develop. Yeah. And even though Kyle got that extension, didn't matter. You still have a losing record. You got to win. Jed apologized in the Harbaugh era, but not now. It's crazy because Harbaugh won. Were you apologizing? 44, 19 and one. What were you apologizing for? Uh, Yanni Vander Balin says Flav's hanging out with Coward in Jimmy's basement. Is that for real? Is that true? (laughs) Ruiz says you think Jimmy will purposely play bad knowing he was about to get traded? No. People don't do that. People don't throw games. No. I feel you, though. But no. Has Flav showed yet? This is, People have given me like $100 just to ask me where Flav is. That's super funny. Dave Flav's Barclay pro, said, pro Garoppolo. Oh, oh, my. He's been doing it all in like a very – I'm not going to say smug because he's a cool guy too, but kind of smug way like all year. And it's like, all right, man, you need to wear it this week. But I guess he'll just wait it out. It's all right. Fair enough. Dave Barclay says, who are the five coaches on the list? Good question. If you were Jed and you were trying to weigh your options, who would you have on your list? It would have to be guys be, who all won the ring. Well, or at least guys who are considered up and comers on uh, offense. I think they all have to be offensive guys. I wouldn't hire a defensive guy. I wouldn't. No, it would have to be an offensive guy, but I think it would have to be guys who have won. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't think you can replace Shanahan with just somebody who's just like, yeah, he's a bright mind. Yeah. Well, I don't want Mike Mike McCarthy or anything like that. I mean, I, yeah. I don't want retreads or anything like that. But Sean Payton, yeah. Ken Dorsey, I'd I, I do my due diligence. Ken Dorsey's an interesting name. You know, there are guys like that. Eric Bieniemy, uh, Byron Leftwich, there are guys who are hot. I'd like to know more about them. I'm not saying you, you fire Kyle for him, but they're guys you need to learn about. And I don't know how well Jed knows Byron Leftwich, so get to know him. Call people that know him. Dave Barclay says, who got you? Marco says, any recent Vic Fangio sightings at the Niners facility? No. And I don't know if I want him as a head coach again, but if he wants to be part of the uh, organization. Does Vic Fangio gel with Chris Kocherik? I mean, doesn't Fangio go 3-4? Isn't Kocherik the wide nine with the four-man front? Good point. That's a good point. Jimmy fans, crickets. All right, hold on. I think – I want one more thing, and then we'll finish off with the comments. This show's getting really long. All right. Kevin Givens, to me, no one ever talks about him. We never interview him. I don't know what he sound, I don't know what his voice sounds like. But he just might be the best defensive tackle on the team right now. He's in great shape. He's been there all year, and he's making an impact uh, back-to-back weeks. It seems like he's getting pretty tough to keep off the field. What do you think of Kevin Givens? Undrafted free agent, you know, played at 280. I think he's now got – he's up probably closer to 290. And Which is where Kim Lyon and Armstead are. 
Yeah, yeah, and he's he's a pass rusher. He's a one gap penetrator. He's not a two gap guy who's going to, you know, control both gaps. He's going to shoot up the field kind of like a poor man's Warren Sapp. But I love him. And if you yeah. play him, if you play him in a rotation and you can limit his snaps, yeah, you got a guy who can sack, sack the quarterback in the interior. I mean, what? look how teams pay for interior rushers. Um, and look what that's what Givens is. He's an interior rusher. So I, I I love Givens. The only downside to his game is if he piles up like big numbers of snaps, you can move him. Yeah, he gets fatigued and you can move him in the run game. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I love Givens. He's technically sound. He's got a great motor, great first step and really talented pass rusher on this team. Grant, I mean, he can play in a rotation. He could he could pile up seven, you know, seven, eight sacks just in a rotation, not even starting. I love so week one, he played 16 snaps, 28 percent. Week two, 19 snaps, 39 percent. And in those 19 snaps, he had three tackles for loss. I mean, the Niners haven't had a, def- a defensive tackle like make an impact like that since Armstead last year. And then last week he plays 35 snaps last week, yesterday, 47%. So I think he's getting, he's impressing the coaches and getting more playing time. He had a sack in this last game. I don't see how you keep him off the field. I think he's got to be part of a rotation now because look, no as, as, you know, Kinlaw and Armstead are doing their job against the run. And my, our question with, with K- Givens was like, would you be able to do that? Well, run defense was really nice last night. And he gives you an actual pass rushing threat, which uh, Kinlaw and Armstead haven't provided yet this season. So, yeah, this guy's huge to me, making an elite they, defense even better. They have two starting caliber lines. Right now, between Drake Jackson and Amenahue, yeah, those guys on the outside, and then Ridgeway, who's enormously strong, and Givens, who's a really quick one-gap penetrator, they literally have two lines of guys that could start. Absolutely. Um Drake Jackson looks like he's ascending too. He Just good. between between stunt. Oh, him, Givens, and Bosa. And Armstead went health. My thing with Armstead is we're talking about the word of the day, the phrase of the day was football shape. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo said he's not in it. Kyle said, Yeah, that's true. I asked about George Kittle. He's not in football shape either. Because if you've missed time, you're not in football shape. Okay. So Eric Armstead missed all of training camp, came back, played a little bit, got hurt. So I don't know when Eric Armstead is going to be peak Eric Armstead he's going to have to be on the field and not get hurt and not have setbacks and all that stuff so that's down the line Kevin Givens is peak Kevin Givens right now and it happened fast but he's in his prime and he's a good player and they got to play him and I think they know that that's good yeah Yeah. I did an interview last week with Kinlaw and Kinlaw I asked Kinlaw who's the guy that you admire the most who's the guy you model your game after he could not say enough good things about Armstead he loves Armstead it's like Armstead is in a, in a way, it's like the perfect combination, right? It's like you got Kinlaw who doesn't play with leverage and needs more technique and mm. needs to get, you know, needs to improve. And then you got a guy like Eric who's done all the work and is functionally way stronger than he was when he came in the league. And he's just – and putting those guys together, advantage Kinlaw for sure to be playing next to, next to Armstead. Yeah, also I feel like when they drafted Kinlaw, what, when I watched the film, I said, oh, that's Eric Armstead 2.0. Um, and that's a very specific type of defensive tackle, big, tall guy who, if they get their pads lower, they get a lot of uh, push. But I like the other type, style of defensive tackle, too. That's Givens, the really low to the ground, like Aaron Donald, Warren Sapp type. Not that he's that good, but it's a nice compliment to the two that they already have who are so similar. I think having a three-man rotation at defensive tackle is much better than 
just Armstead and Kinlaw. So I think this guy's a huge addition to their team. No doubt. No doubt. This is so good. Him, Verrett's coming back. Anyway, the offense could only be not terrible. This team might just win the Super Bowl. Edward says Chiefs and Ram, uh, Chiefs and Rams showed uh, way against Jimmy five man front and man coverage. Oh, there you go. Yeah, pretty much shut down the run, force him to throw. The five man front is screwing with their run game too. You know that five man surface. They're not they're not having any success getting any push in the run game. Yeah, best way to beat that is to throw. But you didn't need a quarterback. Clay Safari says Kyle is the arsonist. He's responsible for breaking plays and breaking ankles. Great play designer, but not great coordinator. Not great coach. It's so funny. Like who was the, the, my? I called Jimmy the arsonist last year, but it just might have been Kyle the whole time. What a twist! Like the sixth sense. Left witch. I'm intrigued. A vote for a vote for Byron. I'm intrigued, by, but I'm also always kind of leery of coaches who had success with like Brady or Peyton Manning. You know, it's like. You know, every coach is going to do well. With, literally, every coach is going to do well with Tom Brady. Right. Mooweed said Kyle needs to bring an offensive coordinator. He had one in Mike in Mike McDaniel. Really is he good. doing both jobs now that McDaniel's gone? Yes. And now he has like a run game and a pass game coordinator. And so I guess I don't really know what the uh, responsibilities are, but there is no offensive coordinator other than Kyle. Professor Lawless says Jimmy said a few teams wanted him last week for real. For real, for real? Let him. Do they want him now? C4 clever says, okay, let's try this. Kyle Shanahan is too ahead of his time for the league. Smart, so smart he knows the future of the league is every man is a running back and runs between the tackles. Flav is uh ooh. Um, yeah, it's like it's like George Kittle is no longer be a tight end, he's a tight back. You gotta be a, a, a wide back, tight back. Everyone has to be a, a ball carrier. Otherwise, you can't play in the offense. Honestly, what's up with Fred Warner? Playing well. Waiting for big plays. He's I don't know why we're not seeing him. Yeah. That's true. He needs to turn the ball over. Uh, Kyle makes the same mistakes over and over. So does Jimmy. They're made for each other. Is Kyle modern-day Sam Weish? No, I like Sam Weish. Sam, Sam Weish was pretty wildly creative. Yeah, I think Bill called him the most creative coach he ever met. So, no. Kevin Upshaw says 21 points a game, and this team is almost unbeatable. Better win now or Bosa and the other fridge will look elsewhere. They better not take that for granted. They should think about that. Freddie Gonzalez says, Grant, you still see the Niners making the playoffs? I don't know, man. I, I do, but the NFC so so. It's just more about a statement about the NFC. Yeah, I think the NFC doesn't look great to me. I, who do you really? Who's good in the NFC? Really good? I don't know. Are the Niners good? I, no, but I'm just I don't saying. Know. I, 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 I don't is know. there anybody? Is there any team that you've seen in the NFC this year? I mean, I watched Bucks uh, Panther or Bucks Pack yesterday. Those teams don't look awesome to me, and those are like the top contenders. Now. Philly, looks, Philly, Philly looks pretty good right now. We'll have to we'll see if they we'll can see. Up. Big Dave Barclay's coming through. Thank you. Call Sean Payton. You missed my message about firing Kyle. He's not a winner. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Dave. Uh, this really is a stacked roster. I've been watching Niners since Joe Montana and used to go all the practices here at college. Niners were my family. They're not the same. Um, wow. It's week four, but I feel you, man. It really is a stacked roster. And if he's an offensive genius, if, if he's as good of a coach as a lot of people say he is. What's the excuse, man? It's a great team. You should be able to close the deal with a great team. It's not like you have to overachieve with this group. You got it all. You got the quarterbacks you wanted. So there are a lot of people, by the way, who, when Trey wasn't playing, didn't play up to their standard, were using the stacked roster as the reason that they had to go with Jimmy. There you go. So win. So now, they got, now they're going with Jimmy. It's time to go. 
Veterans and head coach on this team have grown accustomed to losing. They don't look angered or motivated and almost seem unbothered by it. I feel like there just needs to be something new and fresh. Like they've been together for a long time. They've, they haven't gotten over the hump. They've blamed each other, and it's kind of weird. I feel like the dynamics in the team are weird. They're not as tight as they used to be. Maybe I'm wrong. What's, when's the next cone phone? Haven't seen it lately. Um, I'll do one this week. I've been a little busy, but I promise I'll do one this week. I'll get back to you. King Linner says, just join right now. Love the content, Grant. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Devin Smith says the offense is outdated. It looks like last year's offense. You think yeah. Monday will be a bounce back game or a dud? Better, better be a bounce back game. It's going to be a long freaking year. Dustin the Gale says Mike Florio somehow still managed to throw shade at Lance after this game. LOL, the Niners were so concerned about Lance that they kept a quarterback like this around. <sighs> now we're taking yeah. backhanded shots at Lance yeah. through the evaluation of Jimmy. Louis wow. says we ran the we run the ball way too much, but then again, we can't throw it either. Uh, well, it's the catch twenty two. Rhino G says just let Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle let Jimmy Garoppolo just play. Ask Jimmy Garoppolo. Hold on, I'm going to read this. Kyle Shanahan let Jimmy Garoppolo just play as Jimmy Garoppolo asked for freedom. Notice all the passes. Jimmy Garoppolo failed. This is not on Kyle, and Kyle takes the L for the safety. W L W L. He gets a win, win for Kyle, loss for Jimmy. That's what he's saying. That's amazing. Well. I'm not going to argue with you. TNK Hunting Gear says, does Kyle have the fortitude to bench Jimmy if he has one or two more bad games? I honestly think Brock Purdy deserves a chance to see if he can carry the team and make smarter game decisions. <gasps> what does the locker room want? Are they going to ride or die with Jimmy if he has a couple more bad games? It's, I mean, it seems like Kyle hasn't been eager to uh, overrule them. I don't think we're going to see Purdy till the season's lost. I think you're right. But could we get Cam Newton? No, probably not either. All right. That was the longest show of all time. Thank you very much, everyone, for your donations. Thank you very much, Larry, for your time and your insights. This was fun. No problem. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. Oh, Carol! My two favorite guys. Thank you. Appreciate you, Carol. <laughs> that was very nice. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks, Carol. Thanks, guys. See you. See ya.